Hi, everyone. It's Kate. I just wanted to mention MyPillow.com to you. You know, there's a lot of holidays and weddings and all kinds of things that we buy gifts for. And not to mention us. We buy things for ourselves. This is the best company for bedding. I mean, from everything from dog beds to pillows to sheets to towels to um, to stopping snoring. I mean, get the green pillow, get the blue pillow label from... Um, MyPillow.com. What an amazing company this is. And Mike Lindell is doing a heck of a job trying to inform everybody about the election fraud and actually have the proof there and show the the proof behind election fraud. Also, FrankSpeech.com. It's a censor-free Facebook. Go to MyPillow.com or you can call the number 800-873-1052. And make sure that you are ordering, put in the code Kate, get up to 40% off now. Oh my gosh, you guys, the products are that good. I'm telling you, I was shocked by them. I was seriously shocked. Make sure you support the show, Truth and Radio, Mike Lindell, and you're going to get great products. It's a great threefer. <laughs> Not a twofer, a threefer. Go to MyPillow.com and get up to 40% off right now. Do it. Thanks, you guys. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. For years, I have been fortunate if I got four to six hours of sleep a night. I took one dose of this, and for the first time in years, I actually got eight hours of sleep. And I woke up, and I look at the clock, and I'm thinking, holy cow, that's got to be wrong. And I feel good. And I'm a pessimist because I have tried many different products for losing weight, for energy, for this and that. And one dose of this, and I'm blown away. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code KATE. While it's still legal, the Kate Daly Show starts now. I'm quoting to you now from the United States Supreme Court 1964 case, New York Times versus Sullivan. This is constitutional case law in this country, and I'm quoting you from the U.S. Supreme Court. The the judges wrote that this nation is founded on the, quote, profound national commitment to the principle that debate on public issues shall be uninhibited, robust, and wide open, and that it may well include vehement, caustic, and sometimes unpleasantly sharp attacks on government and public officials. That's constitutional case law in this nation. I don't have to be nice to you. Nobody behind me has to be nice to you. If you don't like living in the United States of America, then you can all move to Russia, Cuba, or China. This is the First Amendment. Hi there. I just love that speech. I think it's great. It's a great way to say to these people trying to silence everybody. Um, they make these decisions and these regulations and these policies, and no one's ever allowed to question. And everyone out nices each other to, don't be, don't be not nice. Talk nice, you know. Pat their pat their rear ends and 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 basically tell them everything they want to hear. Or they're going to toss you out of a meeting. Well, this guy's saying not so fast. You cannot do that. I love it. He was talking to a school board, and they very much deserve it because of the fact that uh, they kind of took over our children uh, and their rights and acted like they didn't have any rights. Um, and so um, I love that. I love that clip. Um, I love what he cites, and I love, love that he tells him, no, I can say whatever I want, and I can say, say it how I want to. 
And, and you can't stop me. As long as I want to. And as long as I, you can't stop me. I love it. And do you see how silent they were after that? Um, welcome back to the show. Uh, so many different things. Are we going to have some severe nationwide outages coming? Possible. Um, and uh, and hat tip, Susan, too. Um, August 11th. Uh, hat tip to uh, Eric on this one. Are we going to have, um, you know, we have this this national broadcast um, drill on the uh, August 11th. We have all of those people like Klaus Schwab meeting um, internationally about all the new cyber hacking that's about to happen. How do they know? Are they clairvoyant? <laughs> we have articles with the, with the um, language being used saying the likelihood of increased cyber attacks is coming. Just make sure you're prepared. Yeah. <laughs> Just make sure that you're ready, prepared. I know that it's hard in the summertime because everybody wants a break. I get it. Trust me. Um, you want to be thinking about anything else except this last year and a half and how awful this has been with election fraud and everything else and, and uh, COVID lockdowns. But let me just tell you, I think this fall, I just, I can see things getting worse and I can see things. And I don't mean to, f- to, to, to promote any or hype any fear either. It's no. not that. It's just that they keep telling us this is going to happen. And they did this with COVID too. Listen to them. Because don't you want to be prepared for it? That gives you a lot of peace. And this fall, are they going to do lockdowns that that um, that halt put a halt to our economy to drive us into the digital currency? They're so so anticipating for us to have. They really want to oust the dollar, the physical dollar, which gives you the anonymity. You know, it, it really when you put the pencil to the paper Mm -hmm. it isn't that expensive to be prepared no it isn't there's there's things that you can do hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead hello hi there go right ahead i just i just wanted to congratulate our senator romney from the state of utah and his coalition to give us a new infrastructure bill my gosh i don't billions and billions of dollars to re-educate us in global climate change Wow. And the, yeah. and the great one was the $35 billion for charging stations all across this country for electric vehicles. That's and amazing. And, of course, another bunch of billions to help you buy the electric vehicles. Yeah. And the only problem is it's just like setting up a chain of gasoline stations across the country with no gasoline in the tanks. <laughs> so because true. our exactly. electric system is peaked out. Yeah. You're right. California last week told everybody with electric cars, don't charge your cars because the electric grid system can't handle it. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So we'll get our electric cars, plug them in, and our coal-fired power plants will generate the electricity to charge our cars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes no sense, right? Yeah, I know. You're right, and uh, and then they're they're playing with the cyber attack drills everywhere uh, for the grid system. Boy, that'll be interesting if everyone has electric cars and no one can drive them. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. Wonderful. We just sign a bill and it shall be done. There you go. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Romney. He's such a disgrace. I can't even talk about him. My blood pressure goes up too high. He evaded our interview three times on on this show. He literally. Ran like a little schoolgirl, did not want to be interviewed or asked questions. So he did a no show on the show. Um, yeah, Romney is despicable. I'm sorry, but if you're in his camp, something's wrong with your head. Yeah. Have you ever thought about why it is they call it a bill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or served up another bill? Yeah. 
Yeah, I've thought about that. Um, I thought about a few things, actually. Yeah, you know, the, the whole climate change narrative, yeah, a lot of money is going to go into that now. We're going to be hearing about it nonstop. It was really interesting. There was a, a documentary uh, called uh, Seaspiracy, and S-E-A, like at sea, okay? And they talked about the fishing that's going on, all the big fishing, corporate fishing. <laughs> and this guy... Um, who I think thought he was pretty woke, uh, goes in to interview about all of the fishing industries and basically says this, you know, they're run like the cartel, like the mob, and they're even worse. And um, people will disappear when they try to comment on what's going on because you had all of these eco groups focusing on the straws, right? The straws. Yep. And that was about 1% of the problem. The biggest problem was the fishing nets. That's what they found to be the biggest issue was all of these um, big, huge boats, these, these people going after the dolphins and going after the whales yeah. and so forth. These are the ones, the, the commercial fishermen that are that actually really plundered the coasts of Africa that went in and took away all of their sources of fishing. And so they were fighting over all these fishing waters and uh, all the illegal activity. Now, at the end of this, he goes into some pretty woke stuff that I don't agree with. But in the middle of this, he said, you know, how many people on slave ships were on these slave ships that they just toss them off in the ocean, come back and say, oh, they slipped. Um, they can't get off these boats. They're put on the boats for years. They're promised an income. They never get paid. And then the family doesn't hear from them for a decade. A lot of this kind of stuff going on. But I did find it really interesting when he was starting to try to interview these very woke groups about climate change, but they could, they would not, they actually refused to answer the question about the fact that what they were fighting for was so small and such is so insignificant next to the bigger problem, but they would never comment on the bigger problem. And that is really the problem in our society. It's the misdirection of everything uh, that we that we do. But the fishing industry as a whole is so well. It's the, it's the mob. It's worse than the mob, but it's run uh, by a cartel. Let me take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi there. Go right ahead. Hi. Hi. So um, you talk. You use the word nice sometimes in terms of like they want us to be nice and everything. And I just wanted to tell you what I found online from the online etymology dictionary. Uh In the late 13th century, the word nice meant foolish, ignorant, frivolous, senseless. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. But we all have to be nice. Oh, sorry. The origin of the word nice is not something that's really complimentary is it yeah it's not it's not uh thank you for that really appreciate it you know what i we are we are nice we're having a nice off in america it's the good citizen nice off and we are far too nice about these things it's kind of like the whole straw thing it's like all these different issues that are brought up and put in our lap and and we're told to be nice to be understanding and so nice about all these things and you know these people are just fighting for these things no call them on it Call him on it. That guy was the perfect example, that coming in clip of saying, no, you're not going to silence me. And I can talk to you in any tone I want. I can critique you. You're an elected official. I can critique you. If it was your grandmother, you'd Uh want to be nice. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And, uh, and I know like with the January 6th thing, now you have people going to court that are telling the judges whatever they want to hear to get out of the situation. Oh my gosh. Because, uh, yeah. And they didn't even do anything. One elderly lady, one grandma was in there for five minutes and went out. And she was one of the ones um, that they are doing the Inquisition on. I mean, stop being so nice. We've got to stop doing this. That is the definition of extortion. I know. 
I know. Here, you, you can have your freedom if you agree with us and tell yeah, us everything we want to yeah. hear. I mean, I remember being taught that that's what the Soviets did. Yeah. The Soviets and would the say, and... you get on camera, Mr. Mm-hmm. Spaceman, and <laughs> say what we want you to say, and right. we'll send you back here to your home. Yeah, I know. So I'm, you know, boy, we have a big problem. Mm. We have a big problem because this whole good citizen thing came out. This whole good citizen, you know, are you a good world citizen? No, I'm not. I'm a crappy, terrible, horrific world citizen. No, I do not believe that human caused climate change is harming us because I've never once been harmed by it. Okay. And I'm a crappy, crappy world citizen because I do not want the UN to govern me. I actually like our Constitution. This is why I'm celebrating Independence Day on July 4th, is because I actually like the sovereignty of our nation. Yeah. The document by which we by which we adhere to, or are supposed to. You know, I should make t-shirts that say I'm the crappiest, most terrific world citizen you've ever met, because that's how I feel. I feel like when we segue into that and pat ourselves on the back, all you're saying is that you've completely sold out. That you won't have a voice anymore and you won't stand for any principles. That's basically what that means. Yeah. And uh, we have got to fight up against that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, when I watched Seaspiracy, you know, and, and they were talking about the whole, uh, the whole corporate, uh, you know, the government seek to protect the fishing industries, right? These big, huge industries mm-hmm. that are doing all this illegal fishing. And when you see the word sustainable, when you see the word, you know, dolphin safe, it means absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Because even those that go to do the watching on the ships are actually killed, too. And so those that would report or whistleblow, they're mm. off. Yeah. And so it's basically like, um, well, it's kind of like pharma. Pharma reports what they've done in their own studies to the government. And the government says they're safe. Okay. They don't do their own testing. The government doesn't go and look really at these ships anymore. They just take their word for it. Same kind of thing. And so there's a lot to fight. There's a lot going on here. I know that. Uh, There's a lot to unpack. But we have got to do a better job speaking up to any of it. Any of it. I don't mean all of it, but any of it, please. Historically, Mm -hmm. totalitarian governments do not like Weak need wusses. And the first thing they do when they get power is get rid of all the chickens. <laughs> well, um, I just, I, look, there's a university trying to change the word picnic because they're offended by it. The word picnic. Yeah, I don't like that word either. Well, you know. I mean, we've got some issues going on here. It's like, pick one, you know? Uh, we still haven't talked about John McAfee. We still have to talk about the white. We have so much to talk about. Be right back. Keith Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
Kate Daly Show. Happy to have you listening. Uh, go to katedalyradio.com. There's a section called Show Notes. And I'm starting to list things in show notes for you. Questions that you usually have on email and uh, tackling those on show notes so that everyone can can see that. And when I'm in Facebook jail like I am right now, I can't really post much in social media about the show. Um, and of course, Twitter usually takes down what I say. So show notes is the best way for me to contact you and to tell you, okay, this book, this author, this is the name, this is what I talked about on the show and try to upload those links to you on show notes, show notes. Anyone can get to show notes. It's a tab on the website. And so you'll see it off of the homepage and just go to show notes. If you have a question first, um, but if you have guest ideas and so forth, uh, you can even comment on show notes as well. So it's just a forum that I get to control on there so that we're not being controlled by all the censorship that's going on in, in our great land here. Um, I also wanted to mention my pillow, just go to mypillow.com. And if you snore or have a snore in the family, if your spouse snores or whatever the case may be, blue pillow, uh, the blue label or the green label, they do not sell those in stores, by the way. So you can't, you can only find it on the website. If you go to mypillow.com, those are the best pillows to have um, because they can help with the snoring. Yes, they will actually help somebody not snore. So my gosh, what are you waiting for? Uh, get those pillows. Uh, they are amazing and they've got a great deal on them. Um, and the sheets are phenomenal. I can't say enough about the sheets. Man, they're, they're just awesome. And uh, make sure you go to mypillow.com and use the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. Get up to 40% off. You just can't beat it. And you're going to order these things anyway for your home. Order them and know that you're helping out Truth and Radio when you do it. And I love you for it. Thank you. Uh, MyPillow.com and then put the code word in Kate. Um, So I guess they switched it to January 9th, Cyber Polygon, the conference uh, for Klaus Schwab and his cohorts. The Deepers, the Deep State. You've got Blackstone as the Deep State. BlackRock, um, you've got, which is a su- subsidiary off of that one. And those those people are all working in the Biden administration, too. You've got a number of people that do both. They work with, they consult the president, they consult the group in the, in the White House, and they're also working Blackstone. And then you have these groups that get together to do all of this cyber stuff. And, and right now they're saying um, they want to get together on July 9th. And it is a cybersecurity event that is going to sort of tackle the uh, the centering on the targeted supply chain attack. You know, a little simulation <laughs> for the good old supply chain in America that would actually halt our economy. How fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I just hope we're all ready. Hi, caller. Uh, I know. I, I, I just do. I'm, I'm worried that people aren't taking that seriously. Don't you wish you could go back? And go back and look at what happened in New York and say, hmm, something's about to happen here. They're having a really big simulation of mm-hmm. of a new, you know, illness called the flu. And they really, really, really uh, are uh, honing in on this. Hmm. You know, it's that kind of thing. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, guys. Hi. George Washington mm-hmm. emulated and studied good manners. Yeah. He came into a battle. One of his commanders was really screwing it up. Uh huh. Well, the lid came off. There was no manners that day. <laughs> there is a time. There's, there's ways to behave, but then there's when something yeah. is, has to be done. Something has to be done. Yeah, I agree with you. Thank you. My hat's off to you. You know what? There's a you know, you can't be docile all the time. 
I mean, you just get rolled, you, you get rolled over. And that's what we're doing. We're saying that, like he's saying, the nice off, you know, we're having kind of this nice off in America right now. And we're so nice. We don't want to offend. Why do you think they came out with cancel culture at the same time they're doing all of this? To teach you that you can't say certain words and certain things and you can't express certain views, right? You can't say election fraud. You can't say they're, they're, they're basically putting you through a deprogramming on Facebook. Yep. So that you watch your own words, so that you don't say anything to get flagged. Do you know on Facebook, all I said was I won't be in today because I sound like a five a pack, five pack a day tranny <laughs> reading stories all? at the library to children. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody must have reported me because within literally hours I was in Facebook jail. Okay, because I, I didn't put up a post. I didn't put up an article. I didn't put up something like that to, to, to have the natural software flag me. It was a reported post, you know. I have not <laughs> been on Facebook for mm-hmm. over three weeks now. Right. And I feel human again. Oh, good. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad because you know what? We are now really being deprogrammed to censor ourselves. Yep. So that you can stay on, so that you can stay on social media, so that you can uh, basically be heard, right, without getting flagged, and so I see that as a huge problem. Absolutely, and and I don't want to be deprogrammed. So it seems like they're doing that enough in court for the January six people that just showed up. But um, anyway. I'm going into a lot of subjects, but yes, the university that wanted the word picnic and and um, uh, some different phrases like policeman taken out. I don't know. I don't know. We'll get to that. Hi, caller. Welcome to. to Hello. Hi, caller. Hi, Hi, caller. You're on now. What, What did you have to say? Yes. I just wanted to say that January 6th will always be known to me as the day of the broken glass. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um. Well, you know what? Nothing happened that day except for the fact that they did not read the electoral college votes yeah. when they should have. And, and they uh, killed one poor little girl. And they killed a girl. That's what, the, what that day represents to me. And got away with it. And told a lie in the press. The FBI lied. Straight up lied. Yep. And uh, the press straight up lied and said the guy was hit by a fire extinguisher. It never happened. Yep. So when the coroner came out and proved everybody wrong um, and told the truth, well, I, I look at it as the day of lies and the day our government shored up an event to make sure the election fraud could be carried out. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi. Hey, I was just going to say, I have been off Facebook for two years now. Mm-hmm. Good. And Instagram and all those. And like, I've never, I've never felt so good. About, <laughs> I'll bet. Amen. You know, I'll like bet. my daily life, you know, like I used to check my thread and yeah. friends and all that. Right. And it's just so freeing to get rid of it. You know, and, I actually love yeah. that you're saying this. You know why? Because when Facebook started, I often sort of thought about this and the fact that you know what? I didn't have all the friends of my life in my life all at the same time. 
And now I'm spending more time checking and seeing what they're doing in their lives when people come in and out of your life, right? The ebb and flow yeah. of friendships yeah. and times of your life, right? But it's the only time when we have everyone in our life at the same time. Well, we can spend a, a pretty big amount of time going and looking at our friends that we grew up with and our high school friends and our junior high friends and our friends from when we were in our 20s or whatever the case may be, checking to see what they're doing daily. It takes an awful lot of time to do that. And for whatever reason, we're spending an awful lot of time keeping track of each other, but we didn't used to do that before Facebook. We actually had a life. Yep. Does that make sense? It's a huge waste of time. Yeah. And and really, like, you feel better about yourself. Yeah. You're not comparing yourself to friends and family. You're not, you know, so caught up in what everybody else is doing. You're, you're looking out for your friends and family that are, you know, actually around you. And you're making phone calls. You're seeing people in person. I agree. You know, it's just, I, I don't know. If Free. more people did that, I think we'd have a lot less mental health issues. We'd have a lot less, You're right. you know, frankly, suicides, things like that. I think all yeah. those things contribute to, you know, how we feel about ourselves. And, I agree. I yeah, agree. I think, Amen. You know, especially the little, the little movie Social Dilemma that came out, you know, it was on Netflix or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just really eye-opening, yeah. you know, and... Yeah, something yeah, like that. I would encourage everybody to watch. And appreciate it. Thank you. Consider getting rid of your social media. Thank you for that. Really appreciate the call. Great point. It's so true, though. It is freeing. It is. I mean, I actually do feel pretty freed up this week. And, you know, honestly, I'll move toward just putting stuff on show notes because I don't. Why do we keep track of each other? Do you really want to keep track of a thousand friends, 500 friends? I mean,. We didn't do that before. Is that you, all you, you have? Yeah. <laughs> Those are the only ones I see their posts. Anyway, so so going through like uh, life, I never was friends with everyone all at the same time. I never I never learned everyone's political views. I only talked to a few about their political views. I it was really because of the show that I felt like I needed the presence there, but really I don't. Do you know how many friends I have kept in contact with since high how many? school? How many? Zero. <laughs> but it's true, though. You really don't. Zero. I mean, you really, I mean, quite honestly, unless you're growing up all in the same town and you see each other. But still, even then, daily, on a daily basis, you're raising your kids or you're, you're in retirement or whatever your case may be. When else in your life did you ever have all your friends at one time? You never did. It takes an awful lot of time to see what they're up to and comment on it and, and you know, look to see everyone's political views. And then, honestly, was it good for us to do that? I mean, mm-hmm. I look back in history. And there was a time when you really, maybe that, maybe it did a, did us a disservice. I don't know, because we didn't chat about these things. I don't know. All I know is that I don't know if it's a natural thing to have everybody in your life at the same time. Of course um, not. Yeah. I mean, honestly. And, um, oh, I also wanted to mention Bill Maher too. Bill Maher is an interesting creature. I don't like Bill Maher. I think he's kind of trashy. I really don't like him very much, but. It was kind of interesting to see him comment on some things. <laughs> I mean, he's basically calling some stuff out that um, is rare for him to call out, I yep. think. But he actually talked about the fact that, um, you know, Nestle had this contract until 1988 to draw water out of California, right? And he said, Coca-Cola's been doing this. They draw water out 
and then they charge the citizens. They they put it in bottles, and for some reason they're given these contracts because with the with what their proposed drought is and everything else that's going on, and they're saying they're going to halt water to the farmers and all that. He called them out, and I thought that was interesting that he called them out, called them out, and basically said, you know, why is Coca Cola allowed to sell us back? <laughs> Coke after taking water and then selling it back to us in their bottles. Um, that's not exactly fair. But he was speaking out about all of this, and he was not. He he just said basically they're up our rear ends because I can't use his language. They're up our rear ends every day. There's something really wrong with the state. It's you know for somebody as gross as he is to call it out though. I think good. Yeah, good for him. He must have finally read Chinatown. <laughs> I don't know, but it was nice to see. It was nice to see somebody speak out because I was reading earlier uh, a comment about why the stars don't speak out, why they're too afraid, and they really are so oh. afraid because they'll be put in their place immediately, mm-hmm. like the guy that left Mumford and Sons because he said, "You know, I want to speak out, and I'm not allowed to, and I don't want it to be bad for the band because they're basically threatened. You cannot speak out. It's like they have these hall monitors, and you will not speak out about anybody." Um, and so that's why they stay hard left, very liberal, don't go against the grain because those that do get punished and uh, they'll go after them in social media. And it's really sad to see the hall monitor type of, of status that we seem to be living with. That's why I played that clip so many times today is because I felt like we need to hear that over and over again. Somebody standing up and saying, I am not going to just be quiet because you're telling me to. Yes. Um, so there you go. People are speaking out. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. This country called the USA. Fly Hi there, welcome back. Little Madison Rising for you. Um, welcome back. Balanceofnature.com. Get over there, get the supplement, and uh, and if you feel something coming on, you actually can double dose it. Isn't that fantastic? It's such a great way to do it, too. And uh, and not have to take all the medications. But my gosh, you can just take that. It's fantastic. Balance of Nature is awesome. It can actually, with the drink, too, it has an apple drink, a fiber drink, that can actually help with cholesterol, lowering cholesterol. It can help with um, uh, like sugar cravings. Uh, people use it that are diabetic, and it actually helps. Uh, actually, it's, it's helped delicious. a few. Yeah, it helps a few get off of uh, Medications. I mean, there's just so much about it that's stabilizing and balancing. Balance in nature is awesome. You know, when the, when your body gets the right nutrients, it's so interesting to me what happens. You know, people will go out on like wilderness treks for you know you know a month, right? And those that are uh, overweight get skinny, and those that are skinny actually will put on some weight. Your body actually starts to stabilize when you're away from all the chemicals and sugars and and all that junk. 
and you just feed your body nutrients, it's amazing what can happen. And so give your body a fighting chance. Go to balanceofnature.com and get the supplement everyone's raving about. There's a reason they're raving about it. And uh, there's no chemicals on any of the fruits and vegetables. They're just awesome. And those are the ones they take and they uh, dehydrate down into just the nutrients as they take the water and the air out. And you'll love it. I promise you'll love it. Uh, go to balanceofnature.com and put in the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. Uh, give your body the chance to to get stable again. Um, so Uncle Milty's with me. You can call up 888-673-1450. I know we talked about a lot of ground here, but um, and I am posting on show notes today right after the show. So every day after the show, I'll post on show notes and uh, and talk and give you some of the links that I was referring to, like the deprogramming one where the girl had to read the books and come back with the I'm I'm now woke federal judge. So don't do anything to me about being at the Capitol January 6th. I mean, it was that disgusting and sad. And so I'll put up that article as well. Um, so Bill uh, Maher um, basically came forward to say California loves to be up everyone's rear end. <laughs> and he's got a foul little mouth, doesn't he? Um, and and uh, goes after its Democrat-led California for all of its regulations. And he actually said that uh, a regulated state of the nation, more than 395,000 regulatory restrictions. He said it's a constant nightmare of inspectors and permits and fees. And in this state, if you get to your car 10 seconds after the parking meter expires, it's already gone and you'll never see it again. He said uh, California has rules about every nitpickety thing that you can imagine, including not being able to climb a tree or fly a kite in parks in Beverly Hills. So I just wanted to kind of cite what he had said. And, and this is what he said about Nestle. He said 30 years took Nestle took water out of San Bernardino National Forest under a permit that expired in 1988. And Coca-Cola is somehow allowed to take water from municipal water supplies, stick it in bottles and sell it back to taxpayers who own the water to begin with. Um, I liked his comments, although we can drill down for water. We're not in a, um, we're really should never be in a shortage. I can't say we're not because manufactured one still is a drought, but I'm just saying we don't have to be. So, um, yeah, we're in regulatory hell. Yes. And the reason is, is because we've been awfully silent while they imposed all these things. I mean, think back 40, 50 years ago, like my opening clip. Do you remember being condemned to only two minutes to speak as the public? When did they start doing that two-minute speaking thing? When did they um, When did they come up with that regulation, that boneheaded idea? When they started the NFL. <laughs> they started the NFL. <laughs> um, so, I mean, why? Why? What's the point of that? You know, there's no point. I know you they just got away with it. Say anything important in two minutes. I know you can't. Nothing. So this is why when I do interviews with people, like I say, the first segment just isn't enough. Like you can't do an important interview and ask really any good questions in a, in a matter of nine minutes, 10 minutes. No. You just can't do it. And same problem with this too. And so they started coming up with these little rules, these little regulations. Those are the things we must fight against. You know, when Chris Ann Hall says go local, because that's really our last hope. She's right about that in that we just need to get way more vocal. You need a good, solid mayor, not a timid mayor, not a mayor that's going to sit there and go, let's just see how this plays out all the time. I mean, we need mayors that stand up. We need county commissioners that stand up and stop asking Mother May I. And I'm talking about every city in America right now. If we did that, we would basically be creating a sovereignty within those communities. 
that right now is really our our last hope because the governors are bought and sold. You only have a few governors, maybe Christy Noem, maybe DeSantis, that are actually even standing up to any of it. You know, I really get upset when you do that. Do what? Give anybody any credit. Well, you, you got to give them a little credit. I mean, they're tr- they, they're, they, are, they are standing up against it a little bit. I mean, you have got to give them credit for that. You they did not kowtow. for a little bit. I don't know, but they didn't kowtow to everything. I mean, uh, you know, I look at Christy Noem. She's, she's got basically in North Dakota a third of what my state has. A third of population. She had a third of everything, okay? So if you just cut my state down by a third, by, t- by two-thirds, you would have North Dakota. And all the things that she did for the last year and a half, you have to give her some credit. Not all the credit, because there's always turns they take that are kind of like baffling. Um, It's kind of like Mike Lee. Mike Lee was standing up against the pick for ATF today, because the pick is horrible for ATF. Of course, who else are they going to pick besides somebody horrific today? This administration can only pick horrific people. That's all they've got uh, in their their arsenal. I didn't mean to do a play on words there for the ATF. But listen, he went up against that. That's good. Except that, are you doing enough? Because guess what? It's all on some of these people's shoulders that we are placing kind of everything because they have to be that much better than everyone else because everyone else sucks so bad. The governors are all basically bought and sold. They'll only go so far. And like I said, you got a few right now that are doing great. They're, they're speaking up. Mine's not one of them. Mine's a total loser. But everywhere else, I mean, it, it seems to have the same problem I do. Even if you're in a conservative state, you've got a total loser governor. You've got a governor that probably runs around promoting LGBTQ more than he would liberty for all. I'm just going to take a stab at it because we're in the month of June. Right. And so this is the kind of thing that we need to get more vocal about. Mm-hmm. And maybe this, you know, creating that that city county sovereignty these Agenda 21 and Agenda 30 turned us into a country where they were co-opting our cities and counties. Yes. We need to take those back. Yep. Yeah. We need to take those back. And if it means sitting in a meeting where you might raise your voice a little bit, well, too darn bad for them because they are probably deserving it or you wouldn't be there doing it. So I'm just saying, and, you know, and if it's it part means- of being an American. And if it means doing away with one of the 38 parks yeah, in right. town. <laughs> I know, right? Do and, it. And so here's the deal with the uh, with these people, too. Why do we keep electing them? Why do we keep putting them in office to screw us over? Stop the madness. We have got to stop the madness at some point. A few other things. Um, uh, a majority of doctors are refusing the shot. Well, good. That puts a little more hope back in the medical field for me because yeah. I've been I've been pretty sickened by the medical field. In fact, I don't trust them at all. I don't even want to go to my local hospital. No, no, at I, all. I have I don't trust lost them. all trust yeah. for my doctors. It's it's really sad to bit. see. I mean, any doctor that can stand there with a straight face and tell me as a healthy person I have to wear a mask, yeah, then I've you've lost it. You've lost all credibility to me. I'm sorry, but you never should have. I don't even know if you went to medical school. I'm pretty sure you didn't. Yeah. yeah. Well, how about this one? What's that? Uh, you have a uh, class four uh, disease. Uh huh. And it's probably going to kill you, but we don't know what it is. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so the doctors are refusing the shot. Um, we also have people in the nor- in uh, Jersey Shore called the COVID co-op or whatever they're calling themselves. <laughs> going, They've been trained by the government for an hour online and they're going door to door to ask if you've had your vaccination. 
Wow. Uh, We got a lot of that going on. I'd hate Um, to see what happens to the person that knocks on my door. Right. I'm kind of giving you kind of the what's up today. But John uh, McAfee, who we actually had on this show um, five years ago. Anyway, uh, they say he's dead. Um, Did he have a dead man switch? Was there something too, um, kind of like that show White Collar, right? Where he, ta- it wasn't it White Collar, he ta- well, Prison Break, where he tattooed himself. Yeah, he tattooed himself. Um, was there, was there things, were there things in the tattoo that kind of gave some things away um, about crypto? I don't know. That's kind of word on the streets. I'm just kind of giving you a rumor right now. But was there a dead man switch? Who hmm. knows? Who knows if he's really dead? I don't know if Epstein's really dead, to tell you the truth. These guys are so protected that because of the dead man switch, I don't know. Who knows? Hey, I don't even know if I'm really dead. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. I join you in that. Um, so those things are going on. Just kind of wanted to give you a, a heads up on some of those things. World Health changed uh, COVID documents. There's another one um, kind of interesting about that, too. Um the, the reason I say this, and I'll post this on the show notes, but uh, at katedallyradio.com on that tab, but the World Health Organization changed COVID document that advised children should not be vaccinated for the moment. Anyone that signs up, let's just go bottom line here. Anyone that signs up for an experimental vaccine, I think you get exactly what you deserve because I, I can't believe you don't know better. Come on. Doesn't anyone have an ounce of common sense anymore? So... I hate to be that harsh, but you've got to be a full lunatic to do that right now and to trust this government. I'm sorry. I, I can't even imagine. As all this stuff starts to come out and we understand that there's probably more that now than 60,000 deaths related to this vaccine in such a short period of time, more than all the vaccine deaths combined in the last 20 years. Just stop. Just stop and think, please, let's let's resurrect some of those brain cells and let's let's just please Please think about what you're doing. It's unnecessary. Prove to me that it's necessary because you can't. You know, if we start putting the burden of proof on people to prove to us why in the world you need it. Wow. What a different conversation you'd have with people. You tell me, why do I need this? Why do I need this? I know my body can handle whatever comes its way. 99.9% of the time. Why do I need this? Put them on the defense. I know, right? Got to start thinking about things in a different way. And... That's one of them that we can start with, I think. Um, will we have a national outage of the utilities? Why are they doing that drill again? Seven years of the drill, but they added a new component this time. The cyber cyber line, the cyber nine line, I guess is what they're calling mm-hmm. it. Um, I'll put that article up too. But let me just tell you, I mean, I, I if I had to put money on the fact that I think that they're they're going to do a major hacking on banks and, and our accounts and utilities and things like that. If I had to put money on that, I would. Because I know I'd make money on it. Because I know that I think something's coming. And I think we should pay attention to those signs. I really do. I, I, I actually would be surprised if it didn't. Now, I've been surprised before. I have. I was surprised this thing lasted more than two and a half months. But they had more plans in the works this time around. Yeah. See, this time around with COVID, usually two and a half months is usually about the stay time in the media for any new like swine flu. That's how long swine flu lasted. Ebola lasted. It was two and a half months. So we figured at the beginning it would be two and a half months. But we didn't realize that they were already manufacturing the cure for the mystery disease. Right. How you do that, I don't know. But they were. And so they actually started manufacturing the COVID vaccine back at the end of February, early March. 
according mm-hmm. to the people that work for Bill Gates. They came out and said so. This isn't me theorizing. They actually admitted it many yeah. times over. So they actually said, yes, we've already started production on this, but they were still calling it a mystery. Everyone was. Even the school districts were going, it's a mystery. We don't know anything. Well, they knew enough to have a cure, right? <laughs> So-called cure, right? So ridiculous. So all I'm saying is, is that I couldn't have foreseen that, but I was, I didn't know that they had already started manufacturing the, the vaccine that they wanted to make everyone take and shove down their throats. 90 ways to Sunday. So there's that. And I just, just out of the gate guys, um, you know, I I think that they're preparing for this because I think they have to go at it with different angles. American people aren't going to stand for the same angle over and over Uh, again. uh, We're not, not exactly the same anyway. That's why they did the Delta variant, right? They made that up the Delta variant. I think they've, (laughs) I think they've reached their limit. Yeah, on the COVID thing? Yeah. Uh, new no. strain, though. See, see, they're already saying how in the UK now, um, the, the doctor's visits it's are surpassing those of the original COVID uh, emergency room. Remember the emergency rooms that were never full and all the doctors lied for their administrations yeah. to get cash? Remember that? The, well, now they're saying it's the worse. Those are the same doctors that are lying again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So... Anyway, thanks, you guys. Be faithful, be fearless, and see you back here tomorrow. Alex Newman joins me tomorrow. He'll be outstanding. So make sure you get on for that and uh, a lot to talk about in tomorrow's show. And, of course, you'll have to join me and call in as well. We'll be back tomorrow. Go to katedallyradio.com.